Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the federal and provincial governments launch a climate change plan for farmers and Saskatchewan communities. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352 1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, partly cloudy, the high 15, 30% chance of showers overnight, and the low plus 2. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, 60% chance of showers in the afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm in the afternoon. Wind southeast 20, becoming west 20 near noon tomorrow, the high 16 for Wednesday, chance of evening showers, and a low of plus 1. Thursday, back to sunny skies with a high of 13, the low plus 1. Even milder on Good Friday. Sunny skies, the high 20, the low 7. Saturday, partly cloudy, 60% chance of showers and windy, the high 13, the low 0. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 11, the low minus 2. Monday, sunny, the high near 13. Normal high is 13 for this date, the normal low minus 2. The sun rose at 6.03 this morning. It sets at 7.53 tonight. And around the province, we have Estevan at 13, Saskatoon 10, Swift Current 10, Weyburn 12, Yorkton is 8. Estevan, by the way, is the hot spot at 13 in Saskatchewan. The cold spot up in the north, Uranium City, is minus 1. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north at 15, humidity 45%, barometer rising 101.5. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, 11 degrees, winds are from the east-northeast at 5. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best, online at mcdougallauction.com. The Saskatchewan government is partnering with Natural Resources Canada to help farmers and communities prepare for climate change. The two levels of government are providing $1.3 million in support. Patrick Boyle at the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency says workshops will be offered for farmers to help with farmland drainage projects. The program we announced today is going to look at uh, three projects and the first one is uh, the Water Security Agency. We're going to partner with some uh, uh, you know, local organizations and offer some workshops for uh, agricultural producers over the next couple of years and, and those, those workshops will be designed to um, look at the agricultural water management strategy and, and help producers uh, um, view uh, their operations as far as incorporate climate change considerations into the design of their drainage projects. So making them more resilient to a, a changing climate and, and that and that flows right into the Saskatchewan uh, Climate Resiliency Plan. So that's um, one of the 
first things that we'll be kind of looking at uh, as well. So, you know, also uh, funding, we're, we're going to be increasing our qualified persons program, the training program. It's going to build capacity in each region of the province so those qualified persons can work with producers to help them effectively advance their, their projects and, and work through that uh, approval process. So, and then the third component of the program, it, it's, it's going to be looking at um, working with communities we're at a high risk to a hydrological drought and, and develop those drought response plans. So the intent of these plans is, is to help those communities become more resilient to drought conditions and enable them to, to consider those hazards and vulnerabilities that we have right now and, and as it relates to the future uh, changing climate um, in Saskatchewan and, and you know as more so on the hydrological and the water side of things. So kind of those are the three main components of the program uh, that uh, really builds on that at, uh, you know, Saskatchewan's climate resiliency plan. When do you hope to launch these workshops and how many farmers do you hope to see attend? You know, we're looking to launch them here uh, over the next two years and, and getting into We'll be working on them immediately this year and then happening over the next couple of years. So we're hoping to get about 2,500 producers out to these over the next couple of years. And, you know, they'll be much the same as extension events we you know, see in the field season for producers. So that's kind of what we look at doing. And the Qualified Persons Program really looks at uh, kind of mirroring um, agrologists and, and helping uh, producers and that into things in their operations and, uh, and, and looking to build that training program as we move forward. And the key part here, though, is, of course, to ensure proper drainage. And you're looking at two areas, really. You have to worry about years of flooding and you have to worry about years of drought. Yeah, you know, that's that's the thing about climate variability and, and being resilient as a province uh, in, in Saskatchewan. And we want to do these these drainage projects in a responsible way and make sure they're well managed. And, you know, there's there's definitely two ends of the spectrum, one one being that, uh, you know, flooding and too much water and then on the opposite end of things and uh, in a drought situation having no water at all. So we're kind of looking at it with uh, both of those uh, those lenses. But the key part of these workshops is to ensure legal drainage. Yeah, absolutely. We're looking at approving producers' drainage projects, and we're out there trying to get producers into compliance with the agricultural water management strategy, and this will help look at those projects in terms of a changing climate so and raise that producer awareness and what that actually means. And so we can be resilient in Saskatchewan and you know find that balance between our economic interests and environmental. Patrick Boyle is with the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The Canadian Transportation Agency has ruled that CN Rail breached its level of service obligations in the Vancouver area when it announced intentions to impose freight embargoes last fall. The CTA launched an own motion investigation in January. Under authority, the agency was granted under new provisions in the Canada Transportation Act. Wade Sobkowicz is executive director of the Western Grain Elevator Association. He says the federal agency found CN breached their service obligations on wood pulp shipments. The way they breached their service obligations is by announcing their notice to impose embargoes uh, several months before congestion occurred. And so the ruling by the agency really focuses on the embargo process and how an embargo should be used properly and how it should not be used. And so that was one of the outstanding questions. There were some um, organizations that argued and some sectors that argued that embargoes themselves were not um, lawful 
and uh, the railways arguing that embargoes, um, they needed to impose embargoes in order to manage congestion issues in the port. And so um, the agency ruled that when it came to wood pulp shipments, um, embargoes, announcing that they were going to instate embargoes months in advance of there being any problem, um, is not the proper use of embargoes. So the agency ruled that CN breached its level of service obligations, but that CP and, and BNSF had not breached their service obligations. The agency ordered CN to submit a plan of response for future traffic surges in the area and to avoid or minimize the use of embargoes. The CTA says embargoes should only be imposed on an exceptional basis, targeted at specific challenges and also lifted as quickly as possible. Sobkiewicz says while the CTA ruling was specific to wood pulp, he believes it will also affect grain shipments. So our read of it is that applies to all sectors, and and so that could help the grain sector if CN is required to submit a plan and and therefore not imply an embargoing and permitting process in all circumstances going forward. So I think that that is one area that could apply to the grain sector. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister David Merritt is encouraged by the CTA ruling. It's encouraging that if the legislation you know, has that kind of teeth in it that the CTA can act on it and respond on it. I'm just hopeful in the discussions I've had with the railways, they're ramping up their power, they're ramping up their uh, hopper car fleet. They're always challenged with human resources and finding employees in certain areas of Western Canada. So, you know, at least that's the message that they've relayed to uh, both myself and the Minister of Highways is that uh, concern. And I'm anxious, you know, if, if, if CTA has that kind of, if the Act is doing that kind of good things, then hopefully we'll see some changes, I guess, in the movement of grain and out of here in Western from Saskatchewan to West Coast because well, I've always said that we're we're landlocked and we depend on them and it's important that if we're going to continue to grow our export business and I think this is a key thing that we have to have a transportation system that is very reliable to the customer at the end of the day because that's a, a key message that we've heard from customers as well is timing of delivery of our goods to their countries. Western Canadian Wheat Growers Chair Jim Wickett welcomes the Canadian Transportation Agency ruling. It's kind of the first test drive of the new legislation, so uh, it kind of sets the groundwork of where things could possibly head, and it kind of puts the railways on notice that uh, some of this past behavior that they've done is uh, not going to be tolerated anymore. Western Grain Elevators Association Executive Director Wade Sobquich is not surprised CN Rail intends to appeal the decision. He describes rail grain movement as improving, but is disappointed with winter shipments. A little bit better in the most recent week, but overall poor over the last two and a half months. We've seen CN and CP drop off after mid-January. And so, yeah, we're we're not receiving uh, as many rail cars as we need for the time being. This is usual in the springtime or or late winter, early spring, to have uh, a lack of capacity and and to have uh, poor car order fulfillment. Unfortunately, it's usual, I I guess I should say. And so, you know, we're we're facing road bans right now across uh, the prairies. And so, you know, we expect service to pick up in the spring like it always does. It's just unfortunate that we had these, you know, this extended period of time with very poor rail service. CN and CP Rail supplied a combined 72% of hopper cars ordered in Grain Week 36. CN was at 77%, up from 55% the previous week. CP fulfilled 67% of hopper car orders, down from 69% in Grain Week 35. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall's Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call one 800 284 
$99.99. And Etter Seed and Processing, just east of Regina off Highway 33, call 522-1668. Grain prices were mixed in early trading this morning. Viterra prices for canola gained 90 cents at 398.72. Oats went down a dollar forty-seven at one ninety-six seventy-three. Number one red spring wheat fell seven forty-two at two hundred dollars and fifty-three cents. The rest were unchanged. Durham two fifteen eighty-four. Feed barley one seventy-two sixty-three. Flax five hundred twelve dollars twenty-one cents. Yellow peas two ten fifty-four. And feed wheat one ninety-six ninety-eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, May wheat is down eight cents at $5.23 and three-quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of April 16th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Hefferet sold from $1.20 to $1.35. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.85 cents to $1. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.30 cents to $0.40, cents, and good butcher bulls sold from $1 to $1.15. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale on Monday. The market was up again. Some of these groups were 15 to $0.20 cents higher compared to the previous week. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.30 and sold up to $2.50. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.24 and sold up to $2.34. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $2.16 and sold up to $2.30. 700 to 800-pound steers averaged $1.95 and sold up to $2.24. 800 to 900-pound steers averaged $1.76 and sold up to $1.92. Heifers were about 15 to 25 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500-pound grasser steers at $2.58 a pound, a group of 550-pound tan steers at $2.50 a pound, a group of 600-pound tan steers at $2.34 a pound, a group of 650-pound tan steers at $2.27 a pound, a group of 700-pound black steers at $2.12 a pound, a group of 785-pound exotic steers at $1.92 a pound, a group of 900 pound exotic steers at $1.73 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 8,000 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 185 to 186 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,200 head, selling in a range of 186 to 190 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. Monday, the Canadian dollar was up 27 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.3329. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 74.77 cents US. Cash markets continue to see upward momentum, typically seen at this time of year, but this year the cash rally started early amid the optimism that China would be looking for supplies. While the average net price of the hog has rapidly increased relative to what is normally seen seasonally, packers are still profitable as the pork cutter has tracked along a similar trend and is maintaining a positive margin over the cost of the animal. Lean hog futures traded in a more sideways pattern yesterday, leveling off from the initial upward momentum that was seen earlier. China's commitment to purchase 77,000 metric tons of U.S. pork last week was a bullish signal, as was talked that Smithfield Foods was retooling some of their operations for the Chinese market. 
Current estimates on the amount of pork to be imported from the USA range from 300,000 metric tons and 1 million metric tons. The outlook for today, partly cloudy and a high of 15, 30% chance of showers overnight, the low plus 2. Wednesday, mainly cloudy, 60% chance of showers in the afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm in the afternoon. Wind southeast 20, becoming west 20, the high 16 for Wednesday, chance of evening showers in the low plus 1. In Regina, cloudy and 11, that's 52 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.